I hope you uh, took notice of the WSDR Facebook page because I put up all the information about what's going on this morning. It is Rotary Wednesday, and uh, I've got a I've got a full studio, which is fine, not to capacity, <laughs> not quite. Uh, with us today, Bob Sangaroth from Rock Falls Rotary. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Tom. It's good to be back. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, and uh, yeah, we picked the nice day to get here. At least it wasn't yesterday. Yeah, that that would have been that would have been fun. And then yeah, we also have uh, Skip Lee with us. Good morning, sir. Hey, rock on, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you don't even need to step up. You're good from there. Hey, we're good. We're good, man. It's Skip and Tom show again. <laughs> and also uh, Tom Meyer uh, with us this morning. Good morning. Good to see you again. Morning, Tom. How are you? I'm all right. And of course. Um, uh, mentioned Kimsey Spreeman, who uh, a couple of years back was uh, involved with the student exchange program, and we're going to. Good morning, Kimsey. Yep. Good morning. Good to see you again, and uh, we're going to hear uh, more about Kimsey's story. But uh, with a little bit of an intro, uh, we'll go back to Bob. Okay. Well, thanks for having us on, Tom. We're uh, we're getting our youth exchange program geared back up again after COVID. Uh, last year, the district had four inbounds, usually we have close to 20, um, and, and we did not have one in Rock Falls. Uh, this year, uh, Tom Myers is our new youth exchange uh, officer, and he does, we do have an outbound. Uh, he can talk more about that. And we are, of course, looking for host families, but I wanted to have Kimsey, who was our last outbound, uh, just before COVID hit. And Kimsey went to Indonesia, even though I told you Malaysia, <laughs> I was wrong. Kimsey went to Indonesia. So, Kimsey, how was it? Um, yeah. The first couple of months, and then how did it go from there? Oh, okay. Well, the first couple of months, I would say it was pretty difficult adjusting, um, being away from family. I'm a very big family person. Like, I'm an only child. I'm very close to my parents. So, it was very difficult adjusting in the beginning but my first host family was wonderful my um, first host mom uh, she taught me as much of the language as she could she um, uh, gave me so many opportunities to learn about Indonesia she uh, let me travel with her everywhere she cooked me lots of yummy food um, and my host sisters were also great. Um, one of them spoke English, so I got really close to her. We often would like go to the malls and just walk around. We're both into K-pop, so we got to listen to <laughs> Korean pop music all the time and nerd out about that. Um, uh, it was really nice going to uh, school there. I was one of the only inbounds in Indonesia that went to a public school. And public schools there are actually religious schools, so... Um, they would actually be like openly practicing Islam. So I would go there in the morning and they would uh, recite from the Quran and um, all of the students would be uh, reading from the Quran with it. They would be praying. Um, there was a dedicated place in the school where they would go to pray uh, three times uh, during the school day. Um, all my close friends were Muslims. They taught me a lot about uh, how they lived their life and what they believed, but they were also very uh, open-minded and sweet to me. They also like took me under their wing and taught me about um, like life in Indonesia. They taught me lots of Indonesian, and I would say I speak Indonesian sort of like a Sundanese person because where I lived in Indonesia, um, they were known as the Sundanese people because there's a bunch of different ethnic groups in Indonesia. Um, so. I know a mix of like Indonesian and then the local language Sundanese. Wow. 
Yeah. Um, no, uh, I think we did. We have you in shortly after you had returned because you kind of mm-hmm. got cut off early, didn't you? That that mm-hmm. was uh, what year was that? Uh, it was already 2020. I uh, yeah. wow. Yeah, because of COVID, I actually had to come home like four months early, I mm. think. But yeah, I was on the air. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Mm. And and uh, you you actually you can just see you going back in your mind as you're talking mm-hmm. about it. You you must have loved the experience. Yes, I very much loved it. I really want to go back. Hopefully, I could. Um, I study linguistics right now in college. Hopefully I could go back to do some research on like the Sundanese language. Right. I've already done that a little bit in one of my courses, sociolinguistics in college. Um, but I'm also thinking about going back and teaching English for a short period wow. of time. Wow. Hmm. Well, Tom, one of the things that, that our youth exchange program, the reason we Rotary started it was to have that exchange and to bring priests throughout the world. And this is a prime example. You have, um, a girl that's that was born and raised here in the Midwest, a Christian going over and being thrown into a, an, an Islam, uh, Muslim nation, and learning that their kids are just like her. They listen to the same music, they have the same amount, they have fun, they just practice things differently, and that's what I think our leaders need to figure out. So, uh, uh, like Kimsey said, she's now um, it it is it affected her as far as what she does in school. Um, and I think one of the things that I brought Skip in because Skip had been, Skip's been a host parent, I think seven times and his daughter went over. So Skip, you want to talk about being a host parent? I'll tell you that in the 38 years of being a teacher and the years as mayor, there was no program I encountered that I are, I feel more strongly for than this Rotary Exchange program. My daughter went to Sweden. Uh, it was transformative. It was probably the best thing that ever happened to her, other than being my daughter. And uh, but it, it was one. That it, it was phenomenal. I think just Bob said, you know, she learned cultural differences. She learned the language. Uh, it was great. As a host parent, it was phenomenal. We had so much fun. We had, uh, uh, and they weren't all easy, but you know, they. But we had. They were really great kids. And so, you know, the ability to for us to learn. You know, I remember one of my uh, exchange students told me I spoke old man's German because at that time German was undergoing a, a change back in the mid 80s. So I mean, it's a wonderful program. And as from a parent's standpoint, it's no different than being a parent, you know, to your own kids. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes people are afraid to host, but well, gosh, I don't have a lot of money. It doesn't take money. It doesn't, you don't have to do anything special. You just welcome them into your home like they're one of your own kids. And now my kids will argue that the exchange students got treated better, but uh, <laughs> which they probably did. <laughs> but I mean, it, being a host parent was a gas. It was, I, I never had so much fun. And I learned so much from these, from these young people. Uh, and I think as Bob said, you know, it gives us hope as you see these different cultures, you see these kids, kids are kids. Really, adults are adults. It's when government gets in the way that they change. But uh, it was a phenomenal experience. I would encourage every you know family to consider. My wife was a hesitant one because you know she said, "Oh my gosh, you know they're going to see if the house isn't clean all the time, or the kid, you know, the kids fight." I said, "Well, you know these kids come from that environment. It's not all rainbow and unicorns for their parents. The house isn't always clean." The siblings don't always get along. 
you know, they have the same problems there, just a different language and, and handling them. So, you know, to be a host parent requires really very little other than love in your heart for kids and the willingness to open up and maybe expose yourself a little bit. You know, they, uh, I'm sure my kids and the host kids will get together at my funeral someday and talk about uh, my strangeness. I don't know what well, to talk about. Well, we all will. Yeah, that's you all happens. will. That's okay. But anyway, though, so I, you know, I know the Rotary Clubs are starting to look for uh, host parents, and I would really encourage it. It doesn't cost a lot of money. You don't have to entertain them. You know, that's the other fear. Oh, my gosh, you know, I, I'm going to have to take them somewhere every weekend. No, you bring them into your family. Let them see what family life is like here, and it's a fantastic experience. You know, Tom has been the same way. Right. Yeah, just, I wanted to jump in. One of the things that uh, Skip said was, you know, you don't have to worry about taking them places because Rotary takes them on excursions. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have to worry about, you have to get them and show, show them <clears throat> the whole area. Rotary does that. Tom is also an, a host parent. Right, right. And uh, <clears throat> we were a host parent in uh, 17 and 18, I believe. Um, and everything Skip said is, is correct. I mean, it's, you open up your home, you kind of let them see how, how you live. Hopefully, if, if uh, people like me, the youth exchange coordinator, are doing their job, we can find multiple host families so that the student that's coming over can live with more than one family so they don't just see how one family lives in the United States. They kind of see a, you know, a three, two or three different, uh, different households that they, that they hang out with. Uh, Skip was alluding to what, what are your duties as, as a host family, and really your duties are to get them to school, to feed them, and to provide a room for them. Other than that, Rotary gives them a stipend every month, so they get, a, they get some spending money. Um, if there's extracurricular activities, obviously we encourage that, and we would hope that the host family would encourage that, but if not, uh, we Rotarians, we would find rides for them if we have to, if, if, if those types of things are necessary. The Rotary also, the district has some programs, uh, different uh, outings that they take so the kids can in involve themselves in that and we Rotarians uh, provide transportation for those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, we are we're actively looking for host families and uh, a few years ago when we had, uh, well, was it last year that we had a student that Rockfall sponsored and went to Sterling or when was that? That was, <clears throat> that was, was pre-COVID? Uh, Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if, if there's families in Sterling, I don't know, I haven't talked to Dana um, whether or not Sterling has, a, has an outbound or is going to host a foreign exchange student or not. But if not, if there's Sterling families that are looking to, to host, um, we can make arrangements, even those through the Rock Falls uh, Rotary program. But obviously we prefer, you know, or I don't know, prefer, but we welcome Rock Falls uh, families as well. Uh, yeah, my daughter was in Sardinia. So... Kimsey wow. was in Indonesia, Sardinia, if you don't know, is an island off the coast of Italy, wow. just south of uh, Corsica. And uh, it was yeah, it was kind of a resort town, so she got pretty lucky. But she learned a lot. She, she cried the first month she called and was just bawling. Fortunately, we have FaceTime now, so you're not really that far away from your, your students. When Skip's daughter went over, it was probably letters and long-distance phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, one thing that you, uh, that you touched the support from Rotary is phenomenal. When my daughter went, uh, the second week she was there, she ended up in the hospital. Her uh, grandfather and uncle both died in December of that first year. So 
you know, the, the support from Rotary was outstanding. You know, there was, and it, uh, so yeah, I mean, the kids are not left on their own devices. No. And the, the Rotarians in these countries treat these kids like they're royalty. And uh, they get better treatment there probably than they do at home. But uh, so it's, yeah, it's a great program. The support is outstanding. There are some support, pro there are some foreign exchange programs that don't do that. But Rotary does a phenomenal job of that. And Jenny loved the Rotary meeting she went to over there. And uh, she had a great time. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's, the support is great. The, fam the family opportunity, you know, uh, I love every one of our foreign exchange students we had. You know, it was a great, great experience. So, so the host uh, 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 family in our area, do they have to be Rotarians? No, not at all. Not at all. We they there's a background check. Obviously, we you know <clears throat> that's as Skip was saying. There's a support system from Rotary, and part of that support system is making sure that our students are safe on their way outbound, and that the inbound students that are here are safe as well and provided for, and we're not sticking them with people that shouldn't have kids in their house. Let's just say. So how does all the coordination come with these foreign countries? Does that go through Rotary International? Yes. That's a heck of a, a, a plan that must be so precise. In, in fact, our, uh, we have an outbound this year from Rock Falls High School. She's going to France. And here before April or May, we'll get in the mail, or she'll get in the mail a packet, and it shows who her host family is, picture of their passport, picture of their, their information so that the family knows who they are. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely some due diligence wow. that goes into it, and making sure that um, they've, they've been vetted properly. So and it, Tom, it does it does cost a little bit to be an outbound, um, and they have you know insurance that you have to have and things. So we may be back in with our outbound talking about fundraising. Fantastic, because she's doing some fundraising. <laughs> sure. Um, but I just want to reiterate. Uh, Tom and Skip and Kimsey's stories are typical of what happens with Rotary. Yes. Yes. And Rotary, I, when I was in Germany visiting our exchange student that we had over there, Skip and I, we had Caro, was our, one of our favorites. And uh, we went to a Rotary meeting and I met somebody that was in his 70s and he said, I was an exchange student and I was an exchange student in the state of Washington. And I went back, I've gone, I went back to the University of Washington, got my degree, was back for all my host uh, family weddings, my brothers and sisters. Wow. I went back for funerals. Um, he said, I still am in contact with them. And uh, he said, and you think they have it hard now. We had letters. You couldn't even call back then. Right. It was just letters. And uh, we do actually encourage them not to call constantly because we want them to embed themselves in the new culture. And if they're constantly calling and FaceTiming, they're kind of torn between two cultures. Yeah. And we tell the parents now that at the beginning, they're going to want to talk to you a lot. By the end, they won't really want to talk to you too much at all because they're having way too much fun. <laughs> yeah, I kind of left that hanging when I was talking about my daughter calling and, and crying, and I didn't mean to. She didn't. It, that was just the first month. And by the end of this, the she was calling and saying, when's the last possible day I can come home? Yeah. And in between, to, to go back to what Bob was talking about, contact with your, with your student mother gone, it's pretty frequent in the beginning and it definitely tapers off towards the end wow. once they become acclimated and learn the language and they get with their friends and whatever and Kimsey can probably attest to the same thing that mm -hmm. you know in the beginning you're going back to what you know and you're you know she's calling and FaceTiming her parents but at the end yeah every two weeks or so is wow. good <laughs> Kimsey, how long did it take you before you actually dreamed in the language of your host country 
Oh, probably just like a month to no. like start even like thinking in it a little bit. Mm. Yeah. And that's that's when they say you're really acclimated is when you when you dream and your dreams are in German because you're in Germany. Um, wow. Your dreams are in Indonesian because you're in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you come home then, they still are. Uh, yes. <laughs> <For a> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they still are. And sometimes I, <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night and I realize I just had a whole conversation in my dream in Indonesian. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. my daughter will get mad and she flips back into Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a fantastic program. Um, this year, our Rotary Club named our program the Art Johnson Youth Exchange Program yeah. because Art Johnson passed away a few years ago and Art was a huge support. He was a host family. Uh, they, they, he, he was a host parent. He was in charge of the program for years, uh, always supported the kids. Whenever we had a student come over, he'd say, bring them out to the, well, back then it was Bergner's, out of the mall or somewhere and find them a winter coat and winter hats because they never come over prepared for what we had yesterday. Right. <laughs> and so he said, bring them over we're, and, and no, we're going to buy them a coat, we're going to buy them a hat, we're going to buy them mittens, we're going to buy them the whole works and he would foot the bill. Um, he just was a tremendous supporter. So um, when we talk about our youth exchange program, it is now the Art Johnson Youth Exchange Program through Rock Falls Rotary. Uh, because he was just such a good guy and such a good supporter. Um, and I think Kimsey is in a, a, just a, a testament to what, what we can have. Um, her family was also a host family. They mm -hmm. hosted Amelia, who came over the same year that Kimsey was gone. Mm -hmm. right. And uh, this was one that Tom was talking about. They live in Sterling. So Amelia went to Sterling High School, and that worked out just fine. Um, Amelia also had to go back early. Uh, she was not happy at all. <laughs> no. I got a call on uh, Friday saying Amelia's mom just called and she's leaving on Sunday. And so I went over on Saturday. I said, I don't care if we're not supposed to, we're not staying six foot apart. I'm going to hug this girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're going to say goodbye. So wow. it, we didn't get a proper send off uh, with Amelia. We'd love to have her come back. Uh, and uh, but the whole program itself is just a testament to what Rotary does international. It's called Rotary International. That's right. We have service organizations all over the place. They're all great. They all do great work. We have an international uh, part in ours that is very important. And this exchange program, as Skip said, there's other exchange programs out there. And we get calls every once in a while from somebody, wouldn't you like to be a host family? And you check into it, and basically the kid comes, he's set on your doorstep, and they don't talk to him again. Wow. Where we have them come to our club meetings, they're constantly in, they'll be constantly in, in uh, touch with Tom as our youth exchange officer and Brandy, Kimsey's mom, is going to be our counselor. Mm -hmm. So they'll be, you know, they'll be in touch with them all the time. Uh, it's just a, a fantastic program. And if you're considering hosting, um, give a plug. Tom, Tom is one of the best insurance agents in the business, <laughs> Smeltzer Insurance. And I'm sure if you call over to Smeltzer's, um, you know, they can get you in touch with Tom if you're considering being a host parent. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And you don't have to, you don't have to have a child in high school. No. That, it, it works out if you do, right. but you don't have to. If you have little ones, the older one becomes a big sister or a big brother. Yes. Um, if you have ones that are grown already, then they're the little sister and the little brother. If you don't have any at home, that's okay because they have plenty of, we encourage them to get into activities at the school 
and we want them to get into sports. We want them to get into drama, whatever they can. So they're going to be busy. So if you're thinking, oh, I, I don't know, I don't have any kids at home, doesn't matter. You know, basically, um, you're the mom and the dad, and when you have somebody come in, and they're busy, you know how busy your kids are in high school, mm. you don't see them much anyway. Mm. Well, that's <laughs> what we want with our exchange student. We want them so busy that you really aren't going to see them a whole lot. Right. So they're only here eight, nine months, so get as much use out of it and as, you know, try to get them involved as much as possible so that they, they get the true experience that they signed up for. And Tom said, as Tom said, we try to get, ideally we get three host families, so you, each one has them for three or four months. Um, sometimes we only get two. Sometimes it works out that they're, they're, it works out so well, they want to keep them the whole year. That, wow. that's, we, we, we prefer to have them switch around just to get a different experience for the different host families because all our families are all different. Uh, but uh, we just are very happy to have the exchange program going up, up and going. Yeah. The Art Johnson Exchange Program is going strong, and I'm very happy that Tom's in charge with Randy, and um, I think we're going to have a really good year this year. I'm seeing a renewed enthusiasm in its absence. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah. And the support from Rotary is great for you as a parent, you know, because there, there are cultural differences. Um, you know, for us to have the kids from, from Germany that we had and, and France, it wasn't that huge a difference. But the support is there from Rotary, too. And so it, you know, if you don't have kids and you're you know, going to do it, Rotary is there to, to you know, all the time for support. You know, if you have issues, they're very on top of it. And Bob is exactly right. Some of the uh, foreign exchange programs, there's no support, and they're very costly. Rotary program for kids is very reasonable as right. well. Wow. Well, um, before we uh, break up here, uh, Kimsey, thanks for staying around from uh, breaking. Uh, tell, <laughs> tell everybody where you're going to school. Yeah, I go to school in Truman State University, and it's in northeastern Missouri. I'm currently studying linguistics. It's my third year already. Wow. Um, I play in the orchestra there on scholarship, and I'm thinking about staying for a master's degree in elementary education. Yes. But we're not sure yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, now you're going back here pretty soon, but uh, thanks mm -hmm. for, uh, you know, taking a break from your break and uh, mm -hmm. joining us in the fleeting moments of that this yes. morning. Thank you. And also thanks to uh, Bob and Skip and Tom. You bet. Thank, Thank you. you. Right, and uh, look forward to the updates. I'm glad that we had this today and not yesterday. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Rotary Wednesday here on WSDR. <laughs>